you're going to want to listen to this podcast. You're about to listen to the What Everyone Was Thinking podcast. Buckle up. All right, thank you for tuning in to episode two of What Everyone Was Thinking. That's right, man. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Seth. That's right. I'm Seth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, we're so happy to be doing this episode on toxic masculinity. Yeah. Give us the full toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. If you want to know what masculinity sounds like, that's it, folks. Non-toxic masculinity. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Sorry. Non-toxic masculinity. If you want, no, I said just masculinity. Just masculinity. Okay. So, all right. We're in the clear. If you haven't uh, watched our first episode, go watch that. We we gave an episode on, we called it clickbait. It was just talking about social media, just standards of entertainment. It was really cool. I think it was a great episode. And uh, we're on number two and we're... We're diving right in. Uh, we care about your all's time, and we want to just uh, just get right get into rolling. it. <laughs> but but they need to go to our YouTube page and subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Yes, thank leave you. Leave comments, interact. We love it. So somebody has to get us on track with that make, to make sure that we are staying relevant. Yes, make sure you do that. I'm pretty <clears throat> sure we have seven subscribers. I think it's more than that. Is it's it eight? Eight. Okay. Well. Sorry, <laughs> we are we are cruising under promise over deliver. Yeah, so uh, I think we have like two subscribers, so if you could help us out. Uh, but uh, you know, the purpose of this this channel, we just uh, we hopefully say what everyone is thinking, and uh, if if we're not saying what you're thinking, you have the freedom to not watch this video or watch it and leave us a hate comment. Yes, um, because you know this is America, and you're free to do pretty much with it whatever you want. That's right. Yeah, so. Um, okay, so let's define this toxic masculinity. Uh, so, WebMD, because this is this that's that's where you go if you want to know anything, anything. Ab- about the human body or apparently human traits. N- yeah, traits in nature. Toxic masculinity is an attitude or set of social guidelines stereotypically associated with manliness that often have a negative impact on men, women, and society in general. The term toxic masculinity isn't meant to imply that the idea of masculinity in itself is inherently bad. Instead, it's meant to point out that certain behaviors and ways of thinking often associated with masculinity from mental and physical toughness to sexism and homophobia have a negative and often dangerous impact on the world. Wow. And frankly... Uh, I don't think I disagree with that definition. Correct. Because here is what we're not saying today. We're not trying to say that there is no such thing as toxic masculinity. I think what we are trying to say, which hopefully everyone is thinking or feeling, is that society, media, things that perpetuate our culture are trying to shift the definition of toxic masculinity saying uh, that all masculinity is toxic. Right. I agree. So, uh, I mean, there's a couple other definitions that uh, I, I pulled up. Here's one from dictionary.com. Um, because if you put .com on the end of dictionary and you bought that domain, you get to choose what all the words mean. <laughs> right. So a culture, a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies stoicism, strength, virility, 
and dominance, and that is a socially maladaptive or harmful to mental health. Men and women both suffer when toxic masculinity perpetuates expectations that are restrictive and traumatizing. I'm glad I didn't read that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's saying it's, it glorifies stoicism strength. I mean, honestly, this is closer to the definition that I disagree with right. because to me, you can't just, you know, you can't just attack traits that are just inherently masculine. Right. So uh, I felt like what would be helpful, Mr. Seth, is if we go through and list off some conventional masculine traits. So for the viewers, this is traits that I think from a philosophy standpoint or psychology standpoint, these are just objective masculine traits and there's also a list of feminine traits which we won't read but these are just you know these are just masculine and i'll go ahead and read them strength courage independence violence assertiveness risk-taking dominance primacy of work desire to win emotional control and pursuit of social status so this is a list and these are traits that are masculine. Correct. So, and it's, it's sad that we have to define it, but right. like th this is, <clears throat> pardon me, these are masculine traits. So here's the point I'm trying to make today. Healthy masculine traits. So yes. And I think, I think this is like a everything in moderation kind of thing right. or everything in balance. Right. So, there, I think any one of those traits, if taken too far, can, like, let's just point out the one that's kind of sticking out like a sore thumb violence. Right. Okay. So you can make the objective statement, or if you can, tr you can try to make the objective statement, violence is bad. Right. Okay. Well, what if you're trying to defend yourself? Yeah. Is it okay to get violent? I will be very violent. Okay. So I think that's safe to say. Violence has its purpose and has its appropriate nature. I mean, I think there's a perpetuation that if you're violent in any way, that's negative or that's bad. Right. So if someone, and, and I think what the other side or the other argument is, if, if you make that off limits, then the world's going to be safer or this or that, or like, you, you know, you can't, you know, cause what do we get? What are we getting down to the, to the, to the point here? I mean, cause I'll paint, I'll paint the picture of, of probably the person that's not here to give their side of the argument. Right. <laughs> they're, they're saying, <clears throat> cause I think we, when I think of this whole argument of toxic masculinity, what I think of is the person saying, you know, you can't teach that eight or 10 year old boy. Don't teach him how to hunt. Don't, right. don't teach him how to, how to punch. Don't right. teach him how to defend himself or, you know, they would never probably word it that way, but they're like, don't teach him to be violent. Right. You know, and they're, and they're like, oh, he, he let him choose for himself. Like he, what if he doesn't want to take an animal's life or whatever, yep. you know? And number one, my first, my first thought against that is just like, mind your business. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, you know, we're here talking, we're here debating mm -hmm. the potential side effects of, of teaching your, I mean, and not even just, 
not even just your son, but like teaching your offspring, your, your children, your people that are under your care and, and control, teach them some masculine traits that are going to help them succeed or survive. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that, that person would say you're, you're teaching, whether it's your son or your daughter, you're teaching them to fight. No, I'm, I'm teaching them to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I think when it's toxic is when you teach them to fight. Like sure. you don't want them to have the attitude of like, Oh, I'm just gonna start beating everybody up. It's just like, it's the attitude of if something happens to me, I'm a little bit more confident that I'm going to survive this situation, whether it's, whether it's physical or not physical, like mm-hmm. you can't, that's also, that's also taught by, you know, not necessarily an action, but if you're, if you're teaching someone, if you're in a situation, how, you know, you should be responding to get out of that situation where it doesn't have to get physical. Yeah. And, and we're just moving the needle here. Yeah. We're just moving the needle here, the definition, because we're going to both agree. We've seen the kids that, that, or teenagers, adults that just take it too far. Right. And the, and, and the, and to me, the toxic masculinity is the dude who literally cannot like go a day without challenging someone to fight. Right. Or, or like you can just see to me, toxic masculinity is, is number one. I don't even think we need the definition yeah. or I don't think we need that label. Right. I think we should just call it insecurity. Yeah. That's truly what it is. Like toxic masculinity equals insecurity. Well, yeah. Because if you're confident, you're one of the most masculine people I know. <laughs> and I mean that as a compliment. Thanks. It, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I wish you y'all can see the the video. <laughs> Another plug for our YouTube channel. If you're watching this or if you're listening to this on a podcast, go check out our YouTube channel. Yeah, and subscribe. You can see all these. Like and subscribe, please. Pound that subscribe. Or how do they say it? Smash, Ta- smash that subscribe button. Just tackle it, that subscribe yeah. button. Yeah, just, it. just knock it out of the park. Um, but anyway, uh, I think if we just labeled it what it was, I think we would just call it insecurity because it's the people that have to prove to everybody they're the toughest. They have to prove to everybody that they know the most about guns or the, they know the most about the military or they, yeah. know, they know the most about this subject, that subject, that to me, that's that's toxic masculinity and that's it's just it's just insecurity it's because you weren't told you were you were special yeah you know yeah or like jordan peterson says just it's sinful behavior might be a better mm-hmm. term for toxic masculinity cuz people that elaborate on that well i mean like if you if you are violent or you are hateful that's that's sinful behavior so i mean as, as opposed to calling it toxic it's it's sin it's the Mm -hmm. it's the nature of sin and it's on both sides it's it's no different than toxic femininity like you can be you can have sinful behavior as a woman too and have the same have the same traits but because Mm -hmm. because of society we label it toxic masculinity and and it's just a term that just gets shoved down people's throat when it's really sin sin in its nature yeah and it, and it's just it's just like we listed every one of those those traits like independence you can take that too far you can you know it's let's just talk about that independence you know it's okay to ask for help right. it's not not masculine to ask for help so when it pushes into the toxic category it's like oh i can do everything on my own you're not even you don't even think that your spouse could help you like right. you know what i mean like there's or because you're, or because you're a man, you're going to think, oh, I don't, I don't want my wife to help me do this. Right. Right. So it's like, you have to get over that. Yeah. And, and really like, 
you know, because this is not a marriage talk. No. I mean, this is, but if you want, if you want some, some free advice, I mean, don't deprive your spouse from helping out. Right. You know, I mean, there's, I think there's a healthy balance. It's supposed to be a give and take and a very much. So, I mean, I think, I mean, we, you know, I, I think growing up, I, I think about my dad and like how he worked at Chrysler uh, to the Toledo machining plant for 35 years, I believe, um, give or take a couple years, but a long time. Yeah. And, you know, you know, he, he was there like lifting torque converters all day from on an assembly line. Like it's like, yeah. you know I mean? That's a, it's just like a man job, right? you know, and towards the end of working there, he was in janitorial and like, you know, had kind of settled down, but like he worked hard for 35 years right. and, you know, I just, I, I, th- I think about that and, it, and, you know, and I, I mean, for those who don't, who don't know me, I, I mean, I work at a church now yeah. <laughs> and, and so to me, like, not a whole lot of torque converters. I didn't lift a torque converter <laughs> this week. Uh, you know, I, I didn't even lift a guitar. I just lift a microphone. Right. <laughs> there are some, there are some pretty large flags they have to put up. Oh sometimes. yeah. 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 Those can be dangerous. So, but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is like, I think that a lot of the people who fit into that toxic masculinity category, it's really been passed down in some way. And which leads me to a very important point that what I'm trying to say, like what I'm trying to say today is that a male presence in the home is so important. Right. And how that male presence interacts with the home is so important. Right. Because just simply being there is not enough. I mean, your intentional actions and and how you lead your family is, number one, maybe an unpopular opinion, but I think the, the, I believe that the man is the head of the household. Right. And I believe that his strong leadership over his family is important. Right. Now I can already feel it. Like I already felt it when I said <laughs> like, when I said that the man is the head of the household, how you choose to choose to structure your home is up to you. Right. This is America. But to me, the way I believe that God, who I believe is our creator intended it was that there would be a, a male presence in the home and there would be a man and a woman and you know, whether they choose to have kids or not, you know, but he would still be a protector. He'd be a provider. And I believe that's the way God, God intended it. And I think that how men choose to pursue that and how they operate in that role is incredibly pitiful, right. a pivotal to how his, his home works and runs and how his children get developed. And, you know, what do you th- what are your thoughts on that? No, I agree. I mean, and and depending on how your household structured structured, it's how those kids are going to be when they're older. Like they're going to sure. f- they're going to follow what they see, right? So whether that's whether they're getting that example at home or they're seeing that example through friends or they don't have that example at all, they're going to follow whatever example they see. So it's it's our it's our job to put forth a non toxic slash sinful sinful behavior example of how men should act yeah and and to me i think the met to the measure in which the the man the dad the father 
you know, how present he is and how available he is, is, is pivotal to how, you know, everybody in the family develops towards being a better person or just growing. Because I think when we see absent fathers, I think that is what promotes and breeds toxic masculinity. Right. Because if you watch something from a distance, you try to emulate it the best that you can. And when you don't have a close father figure explaining why this is right, that's wrong, this is wrong, this is right, then you watch it on TV, you watch it on this and that. So when you have, unfortunately, say like a young man who doesn't have a father figure, he's going to he's gonna constantly be trying to glean masculinity from everywhere he can see it. Right. And obviously you're watching action movies, you're watching, I don't know, sports. You Like it, all these things will highlight the most extreme masculine characteristics. Right. And if that's all you're taken for and that's the only thing that you have to go off of, then you're just going to double down on the things you see. Yep. And that's going to create the most extreme caricature of masculinity, which will be toxic. Yep. And and it's it's super unfortunate. Right. And something I thought is is incredibly important to point out is I know their situation everybody's family situation is different. You you've got a startling amount of single moms out there. Oh yeah. Who who I I I can only hope that we have single mom, you know, listeners and, right. and viewers. And what I want to just say to you today is you're awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. And and what you're doing is incredibly stressful, but incredibly important. And if you hear anything that I say today, don't hear that I am saying that your home is simply dysfunctional because you don't have a man there. Right. That is not true. And that's not at all what we're saying. What we're trying to say is male examples, healthy male role models are so important. If you have a son, if you're a single mom and you have a son, it is so important that you get them. I don't know whether you join a church or you join some sort of club, group, something safe, you know, where there's where there's male role models that can just simply at the best rub off on your child. Right. And or sorry, I would say at the worst, at the least, yeah. rub off on your child. And at the best, they're taking your kid to coffee, they're taking your kid out shooting. I mean, yeah. who who knows? Like yeah. is someone someone who can start giving that young man some very pointed like male guidance. Right. And and that's a good thing to point out too, because that <clears throat> those kids might already be watching you. Like if you're not if you're not that guy, those kids might already be watching you because they're in that situation, and they might say, they might see Sam at church and be like, oh, you know, Sam's Sam's a good role model. Sam's a good example. So I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do what Sam's doing. Where you might not know that. So if you're yeah. if you're putting off the bad, you know vibe or have mm-hmm. those toxic traits, you know, you, you could be being an example to someone that you don't even know you're being an example to. So yeah. especially in those single mom situations. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, with a single mom approaching a man. And I mean, I know sometimes this is like, man, do you going to feel like you're 
you're flirting with him or yeah. this that. I mean, I think you know it could be a it could be a married man who just who you're just simply saying like, hey, I, I mean, you're a great example to your kids or, you know, however you want to do that. I mean, this is encouragement. This is not shame. Yeah. To to any single mom or I mean, and there's single dads out there too. Like, that's, you know. That that's that's a that's a struggle either way. Any any person that's doing single parenting, my heart goes out to you. And just and just know there's people out there that would love to help, Absolutely. like and just love to help help be an example um, to your children. But you know, it, it's important to have a male presence in the home, and I think it's important to have a female presence in the home because there's feminine traits too that. You know, we're talking about toxic masculinity today, but I mean, you know, there's there's traits that are inherently male and there's traits that are inherently female, but that doesn't mean there isn't crossover. Right. For example, it is a trait. It is typically a trait of uh, preparing food. As long as our culture extends, there's there's a very big staple in our in our humanity where where women like will pre- prepare food right but you have 17 traegers <laughs> i'm a big food preparer and you you prepare food yeah all the time so more than my wife so, yeah so is it, it i mean is it fair to say yeah and 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 you know heather how much can she lift a lot it's a lot. There's yeah. we can't legally say the number. <laughs> we can't, can't legally, we can't say, legally the, say the actual yeah. kilos she can lift. For every for everyone's safety, we can't say the number. But if you're if you need someone to carry you out of a building, she's the one you want next to you. Believe it or not, you can't maybe if you've never met us in person, you can't tell, but I'm a very large individual. Right. And if it was between Heather and me to carry you out of the building, you want Heather to yes. do it. <laughs> if you have a good, if you have a good leather belt on, you want Heather to be able to grab that belt yes. and get you out of that. <laughs> so, I mean, the point, the point I bring out is I, I feel like that has not compromised your masculinity in the least. Right. Number one, your wife can lift more than you. Yep. Number two, you prepare food. Right. But obviously the way you prepare the food is the coolest. If you haven't checked out, Seth Barbecue Instant Page. Go look at the glory oh boy. that is happening there. It's beautiful. It's our only sponsor, by the way. It's it still remains our only sponsor. <clears throat> um, so we're supposed to say not sponsored if we say a, a brand, but we are sponsored by Seth Barbecue because we're using Seth Barbecue headquarters headquarters right now. Yeah. Coming to you from Seth Barbecue headquarters. So, so the point is like if you if you were toxic, like you you would you would have an issue. Right. With with Heather going to CrossFit every day right. and getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so to me, there's there's traits that can bleed over between male and female. And I feel like that would be a trait of someone who is toxic. You know, those are the people like I, I didn't even list off the traits that were um harmful, hyper masculine traits, but one of them would be like homophobia. Like, you know, be like you couldn't Hey, like you can't cook if you're a man. Right. It's like that, that to me is like, or obviously hyper competitiveness. There's aggression. I mean, aggression is like violence taken too far. Like there's, there's all these traits that can, that can go too far. Right. Here's a question for you. How do you say like a popular phrase in our culture is man up, man up. Hey, 
man up. <laughs> so what does that mean? That's a tough one for me. I guess uh I guess if I if I were to look to think of the healthy masculine traits, to me that would be providing for my family. Mm-hmm. Um whether that's monetarily, security, emotionally, physically, just being being here for my family and my loved ones and my friends. So when I hear man up, to me that's not like like puff my chest and mm-hmm. you know start peacocking around trying to sure be a man. Yeah. Man up to me means do your do your job. Yeah. I'll just say I I agree with I agree with uh everything you said and to just to add to it um it means like do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. Like to me one of the most masculine traits you can have is to have integrity. Yep. And I think manning up means do like do what do what you say you're going to do and do what you're supposed to do right it means really just like you're falling short where where a man because i mean we say man up in the most extreme cases and we say it like even just like if you if you burn your fingy and and you're like like, you know what i mean like that there's the there's a very small things and then there's like hey you just stepped out of your marriage right and you need to own up yeah. and you need to man up right. and do it. Or you're like, you you know what I mean? Like you're just, there's very extreme situations where we would say it and there's very small ones. And what I'm referring to is is, is mainly the big ones uh, where it means it's a course correction. Yeah, That to me is what man up means. Right. It's like the direction you're going is not good. Course correct and do what you're supposed to do. Right reprioritize the things in your life your family you know your faith your what you know whatever is important to you but or whatever should be important to you is is what i'm saying like so it's like get back just get back on task yeah and that that also means and i've mentioned this before because this is our second podcast (laughs) this is the second second podcast (laughs) oh man we won't get into that. We're not going to get into that because it's embarrassing. <laughs> but part of part of manning up is also admitting fault. So if mm-hmm. you if you are in the wrong, it's being able to be humble enough to be like, yeah, it's it's my fault, or or I caused this situation, or even or, if it's your wife, even if it's your wife. So even if your wife, you know, calls you out and you realize that you are in the wrong, let's all say it together, honey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's try another one. You're right. Ready? Honey, you're, you're right. right. <laughs> and I I know Heather will listen to this. I don't know if she'll make any comments, but I don't know if I've ever said that to her. <laughs> well, it is very, very few and far between that I've said that to Kelsey because I know she will listen to it and say, mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> no, and, and I, I've tried to be better at that. And, you know, this is great accountability for, for, yeah. for us, yep. but- you know, there's something powerful with that. And you earn so much, like, I'll say, I feel like you earn so much equity with not, not only your wife, but anybody who you, if you're willing to admit that you're wrong, yeah, people that would be in the toxic masculinity category would say, oh, this, this compromises my strength or this compromises my integrity of, as far as like my image, yeah. it, it, but really what it does for you is people go, oh my gosh, like they're, they're human. Yeah. 
I feel like I can trust them right. because they're being honest with themselves and they're being honest with me. Right. And there's something so powerful with that. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Well, and and another another thing that Jordan Peterson's big on when it comes to toxic masculinity is taking responsibility for yourself. Mm. So like you can't control you can't control the way other people respond or act in certain situations, but you can control what you do. So, you know, part of that is if you are in a certain situation, knowing, you know, clarity of mind of how should I be reacting to the situation or how should I be, what example should I be putting forward right now? Like a lot of that is, is huge to, to me when it comes to the men, men doing the right thing or in women mm-hmm. doing the right thing. I, I mean, we keep talking about men and sure. men, but women also have the responsibility to not be, you know, toxic. Yeah. Yeah, this is like, yeah, that's that's a great point. Taking because that's all you can control. I think actually toxic levels of mas- masculinity or femininity or whatever is when you you feel the need to control what everybody else is thinking and what everybody else is saying. Like that's that's the most toxic thing in our culture. Yeah, is is like you can't you can't feel like. You can think freely. I totally think like I can. I think I feel like I can think freely. Yeah. But I know we live in a society where the average person does not feel that way, which is sad. It's so sad. <laughs> I mean, the, like I think of just coming out of you know the pandemic and in in how you know you can't have an opinion about that, whether it's mask or vaccine or this or that, without feeling like someone's going to literally tear your your face off and 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 they are going like you know what i mean if you don't tow the public line right of 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 what was right masks are good i mean like and and frankly it's if it's if you question masks i'm just gonna say it if you question masks you question the vaccine um we're probably gonna get taken down of of youtube (laughs) just for me saying the word vaccine uh but you you can't even have a a contrary thought to any of those things, and the reason why I'm why, why am I even bringing that up like in a toxic masculinity conversation is I feel like if you were to be someone who's just an appropriate masculine male, and you choose to put your views out there. That's a that's a toxic male right there. Agree. That's what that's what they make you feel. That's what they want yeah. you. They want you. They want. I feel like who's they? Who's they? That, not not cause, us. Because again, we're you know I I can just feel the. I feel like we can say they, and I feel like the majority, the lion's share of our viewers and listeners, know who they are. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's important to say. I think it's the media, and I think that there is a. There's a collective. I don't know who's running the show. <laughs> and that's not what this episode is. I don't know who's running the show. But I know there's a force of nature. And we may have to just dedicate another show to who is they. But who is they? Who is they? And uh and that'll be what the episode's called, but we're going to need to do uh we're going to need to do some research. <laughs> No, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Being thinking against the grain makes you toxic mm-hmm. nowadays. When, when you should thinking thinking against the grain to me is healthy because it 
it causes you to be a free thinker and to not just fall in line. Like don't, Mm -hmm. don't, don't fall in line. I mean, if it's right, fall in line. If it's not, not don't fall in line. Yeah. But be, be an individual enough to be like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. And I get, I get emphatic about this because yes, I get mad with people who don't agree with me about stuff as it pertains to the pandemic. Like number one, like when I see someone driving in their car by themselves yeah. with rubber gloves yep. and a mask yep. and, and a visor and a visor and a face shield. A fa- yeah. Is that what the, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know when the I proper visor. I think like, yeah. Okay. So it's a face shield. Okay. So they're, they're, they're triple, they're triple down. You know, I wasn't going to say the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> triple down. <laughs> uh, and, and maybe they have the triple V. <laughs> they, there's a very good chance they do. I mean, it would stand to reason. I mean, we, we just know this. I mean, like we've all have two years of experience with this. And if you're in that category and you're, and you're watching this, which I highly doubt you are, you are, yeah. but you know, I would just have to say, like, I believe in your freedom to do what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, and number one, the types of people who are doing that, I feel actually less anger towards and more like, Sadness. I feel sadness because if you're truly scared to death, scared, number one, I want to tell you like, and, and like, I don't think you need to be. Yeah. Um, unless you're so immunocompromised yeah. that like you, you, the, it has nothing to do with COVID. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, that's, that's just your, point out that's your life. There you are know? people that probably have to protect themselves. Yeah. Like, we're not saying that that's, if you are immune compromised, that you should not be smart and protect your absolutely. System. And I know, and I know people right. who, who are like that. Like, uh, I'm sure we both know people who are like that. And, and obviously like I, you know, it's very unfortunate that that's your life, but I think we're just talking about the people who are otherwise healthy and feel the need to wear a mask. I mean, that's not the point of this episode. I feel like I'm really digressing yeah. into like my personal views on this, but like what I'm trying to say is like, I feel like I should be able to voice those views. And I feel like there's a, if there's one positive thing that could come out of this episode is an empowerment of not only men, but men and women to be able to think for themselves and to be able to say that doesn't make sense, yeah. you know, and whatever conclusion you arrive at, I believe in your freedom to think and feel the way that you do. But what I don't think we have right now is true freedom because I think that the, what the media and what's socially being perpetuated is if you don't choose to agree with some what I would consider outlandish views, you are going to be demonized yeah. and put into like a very unfortunate unsatisfactory category correct so man just think for yourself yeah you know and i think the more things like this podcast where someone can listen to that and just know you're not alone nope. you there's a reason why they call it the silent majority silent majority and i think if the majority started getting a little less silent then we would be in a much better spot so, so the point I'm trying to make with all of this is that it's not toxic to speak your mind. In fact, it's healthy. Yeah. So for those who don't have the courage to do that, my encouragement to you 
today is to just start small. To just start saying, you know, it's okay when someone says something that you don't agree with. Yeah, I disagree with that. And then just wait. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 okay. Uh, what do you disagree with? Then you talk. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree because of this reason. Yeah. You know, in really whatever it is, it's okay. Conflict is not toxic. Right. Inherently. I mean, obviously conflict, just like anything else. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the point I'm trying to make. Right. And when you relate it to, you have a point here that says, and it's not okay for men to be pigs. So don't, so don't, don't just be, don't be a jerk about what you're free thinking. Right. Yeah. And and isn't it, isn't it just everything in balance? Because you bring up that whole point about, you know, men can't be pigs. Like, Number one, it's not okay. Like what we're not saying is that it's okay for men to just, you know, full steam ahead, do whatever they want, say whatever they want. That's not okay. Like we're still going to call you a jerk. Right. Like we're still going to say you're a pig. Yeah. For for how you treated that woman or, you know, you, you know, waited until she got drunk. Like that's. That's not okay. Like, right. cause I think it's important for us to say, and I think we've done a good job about moving the needle, so to speak, of just saying like, we, the whole point of this episode was not to say that there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. It's that, it's that we're saying we take exception with the fact or the notion that all masculinity is bad. Right. Cause it's not true. Right. Masculinity is essential right. to our society and oh, yeah. it's essential to your family you know, so it's not okay for for men to be pigs. I mean, I think about the Me Too movement, just like where, like, how does that play into toxic masculinity? Is like, obviously, the the man there, there's there is very real incidents. Like a man went too far because he felt entitled. Yeah. Plug for our next episode. Episode three. Episode three. Entitlement. Entitlement. But the man felt entitled to take something from a woman right that like you know he and 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 he rationalized it with saying oh like she's into this or she's you know however like you know what i mean like and just just completely losing sight of self-awareness and just i think that there's a there's there's a lot that can still be said about toxic masculinity we're just moving the needle here right and just because a man intimidates you or disagrees with you does not make him toxic. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. It's important to say there are going to be people who just simply disagree with you. Right. And, and that's, and that's going to be the thing. And we need more of it. Oh yeah. We just need more of it because again, you can disagree uh, without fighting. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know? So you, you don't, I feel like I, I just picture this scenario. Like we're like, so somebody says something and, and then you, you go, oh, I disagree. And they go <laughs> like <laughs> the old open hand slap. Yeah. yeah. Um, I disagree with you. <laughs> Protect the face. <laughs> Protect the face. Swat. Swat. Well, anyway, let's bring this in for a landing, Mr. Seth. Yeah. <clears throat> let's bring it in for landing. I mean, my, my takeaways are, um, you you opened it up with the characteristics of of 
masculine traits, strength, courage, independence, violence, assertiveness, risk-taking, dominance, primacy of work. All that stuff to me is very important to a man who is raising three daughters and has a wife. I want my girls to see all this stuff in a man and see it healthy. So I want my girls to know if it's time for dad to be violent, my dad can be very violent. Like I mm-hmm. want them, I want them to know that because I want them to be, I want them to find a man that has, has the ab- availability to turn that switch when he has to mm-hmm. and, and then be a, an a, um, emotional, a protector, a comforter when he doesn't have to be like, so like you have to be, have all these traits and still be able to be a man. But it's like, I want my girls to see that. Like, I, I don't want them to find a guy that is aggressive or dominant or, sure. you know, I want them to have a good example. Because number one, I, I do not envy the men. There's going to be three men. <laughs> There's going to be three men in this life. Ben. I'm watching you, Ben. Who's Ben? Bailey's. Bailey's Ben. Look out, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> That's if, one thing I can tell you. <laughs> I haven't met Ben yet, so. <laughs> well, you you will. He was at church last week, so he oh, might come again. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, to me, that's huge. A huge part of my life is just is being a man for my girls so they can see a good example of what they want in a masculine man. Man, like, what's that like when you're like, when they're just bringing somebody and you're like, that's that's my daughter. Yeah. I mean, and that's in, and my girls know where I stand and I can't, you know, I can only raise them and hope that they know what decisions to make in certain situations, but hopefully they're looking for boys that emulate characteristics of the man they have in their life. Let's hope so. If that makes sense. No, that's great. I mean, and, and that's the whole point. It comes full circle. And yeah, that, I think that's, that's, that's important stuff. And just, yeah. And, and I think my, my closing thought is just don't let somebody intimidate you into backing down because they're going to gaslight you right. into thinking you're being toxic. Absolutely. Yep. And and that to me is that that's, that's huge. I think for me, like I, I just, cause I try to think about the little nuggets that are going to help people yeah. in our podcasts, because obviously this is fun for us, but I think it's after we did the first episode, I realized how important this is yeah. and just like public perception and just like how, you know, people need, people can be empowered and, you know, obviously our view viewership is low now, but it's going to grow. Yeah. Like, and subscribe. Like it. Smash that button. (laughs) Smash it. That's what they say. Smash that like button. All right. Well, hey, this has been episode two of Toxic Masculinity. (laughs) That's not what our podcast is called. Let's try it again. All right. Well, this has been episode two of What Everyone Is Thinking. All right. So we'll tune in next time with you guys. Have a great day. Have a great day.